0: Today's topic is an American meat takana that was made by the um, good a hundred years ago and to we'll talk about whether that takana does is in place nowadays how it applies and um, some things related to that and um, what I'm going to speak about is really uh, based on a meeting that happened in 2015. Um, a whole a group of poiskim got together, AKU brought together a, bunch of pre- a number of um, primarily from Hashkacha, I'm gonna give you names in a second, to talk about this Takana Um and, and the, the, the Takana has to do with selling kosher and non-kosher meat, the same person selling kosher and non-kosher meat, um, very relevant to people involved in haskaha and that's why these people came together to speak about it. Um, I'll mention in an alphabetical order, the people who here there, um, uh, unfortunately many who are not alive anymore, uh, Ruff Belsky, uh, Ruff Ryan Friedman from the CRC, Ruff Ruf Konek from OU, Ruff Gissinger, Hermann Greenblatt, Ruff Ruf Ruf Haineman, Ruff Chaim Kahn from Huff K, and Ruff Schechter, both the ones that were there present. Um Dahlre Feinstein and Rav Dahlre Schwartz were not able to come to the meeting, but they each sent in uh, recorded messages of what they thought about it and what they wanted to say about this Tachana and Ruff Miller, um, from Toronto was not able to come either. He sent uh, to Heber uh, to represent him, just to say over his position what he thought about it, <coughs> so his voice could be heard as well. <coughs> so, the um, what happened, the, the little background was <coughs> that this in the late 1800s, the early 1900s, um, the state of consciousness in the United States was very weak, uh, and the uh, said, uh, had came up with a specific uh, and they said was that a person should not have um, the same person should not be selling kosher or, or, or producing kosher and non-kosher meat. Uh, the earliest version that we see of that, that we see of it comes back from 1916, where it says, This someone gives a to to a factory that makes that sells kosher and non-kosher meat. Uh, OK, so you shouldn't, this is not kosher, you're not allowed to do this. And you should even wonder about a Rav HaMaksher who gives such a certification like that. Um, and over the years, um, that, this takana was brought up again many different times by the Agos um, Again, I'm in 16 and 26 and 1934, 38, 82, 2004, and there may have been others. Those are the ones that we saw copies of. Um, and in 1982, in Touchman Bay's, it came out. Um, at that point, the Nazi leader, was, was Moshe Fencing, and he signed on it also. Um, and that one even says and it already had started a little earlier, from I think 38, um, that the person who who runs this kosher business can even own shares in a business that has mixed non-kosher. Forget about that; he's making them together. Um, and even further, he um, have a smokehouse that does own shares, and a non-kosher meat producer can't do this. And, of course, the reason for this, the reason for this, why what, there's what special sensitivity here was, it's, you know, it's hard to tell the difference in kosher meat and shrimp meat, and so therefore and the kosher meat is very expensive, and there was a lot of shenanigans, and people were switching one for the other, and they were selling... What was considered kosher meat, but you know, so parts of it or all of it was made from non-kosher meat. So there was there was a lot of uh, problems going on, and therefore they said, as the same person can't be in both businesses? Therefore, he's completely separated. He just has kosher meat, and he's would be that's a a shmira, protection to make sure he doesn't slip in some of the chafe meat from the other side of the factory into this part of the era. Now, many of the younger of Aban- involved in Ashkacho or just just community rabbis never heard of it, never even heard of this dakanah. And, and the truth is if you go around the United States, you'll find out that there's lots of people completely ignoring it. They give hashkaha like for example uh, a supermarket or a caterer or a ma- meat processor or a hotel will have kosher and trade the same place go to, go to the supermarket uh, this is the kosher butcher and fifty feet away the the the, the supermarket has a trade butcher butcher shop um, and I mean, th- th- that, that, this thing of supermarket is all over the place all well, caterers who has you know two businesses um Kosher and trade. Uh, and the question is, is that okay? Is is this against the, what this ticcana said? Um, do we care that it's against the tacona? And um, can we explain why what we do is okay, or is it maybe not okay? So um, the people who, who were at, I mentioned who were at the meeting spoke about this, um, and their consensus was that it was okay to continue doing the way we are. And had a few different reasons of explaining why uh, this should be okay. The first is, um, it's obvious that every slaughterhouse, kosher slaughterhouse, has loads of treif meat there. That's because, it, as we've spoken a number of times, the haram is always not kosher meat. We never take this, the hindquarters of the animal. Even of the kosher animals, let's say, give or take, half of them are treifers. So we always have treif meat. It's not possible to run a, a, a shrikah without having to process kosher meat without having treif meat. <coughs> so obviously this kind of takana <coughs> is not to say that you know, they can't be trafe meat, because it's obviously, every sort of house is going to have trade meat. It's very specific. Um, and it was, it, it was it, a lot of the times it mentions these focuses on smoke houses, and for whatever reason they must have had some very bad experiences with people making uh, salamis and um, things like that, that had problems with it. Uh, and, or with it being processed side by side. If, the, you know, if they do the shrit, and the animals had the malikha, now the packaging, or processing, or butchering, they're doing side-by-side. Side, that's like the problem. As opposed to, for example, I mentioned the supermarket. Well, the supermarket has a kosher butcher over here and a, and a non-kosher butcher on the other side of the store. They're not doing it side-by-side. Side. So one re- thing is to say is it could be that these kind of situations weren't even included in taikon. They didn't even mean this kind of a thing. A caterer has a business here that's kosher, and you know, a mile away he has another business that's non-kosher. They're not processing it side-by-side. Side. <coughs> Maybe it wasn't even included in taikon. Second is there were a number of people who argued that the whole... The whole Takana was made for the members, the r- member rabbis of Lagos. That it was a group of rabbis, been a rabbinic group. Um, it was for them, their people. And, and if I, I am not a member of Lagos Rabban. I'm not enough to follow They made it for their own people. We we came, we agreed to do the following thing. And the truth is, some of the older members who were there said they know that many of the people in Lagos Rabban, maybe those rabbans didn't follow the rules altogether. Um, and, and culture came that the, the Jenna broader rabbinate, who were not members, um, didn't, <coughs> didn't follow this takana so it's, it's not even clear that the Tarkana actually ever took hold, and it was really, was like binding on people. Yeah, the, it was, it was intention for, intended seemingly <coughs> for the rabbinate in the Agus in the rabbinate themselves, even they may not have even accepted it, in came the, the broader group may not have uh, uh, a real, may not have actually uh, become established. And it, it could be, a. It, you know, a, it was suggested that one of the reasons why the Takana was not accepted, especially the part that said you can't even own shares in a business. We to about processing together, uh, which is it in 34, I think, in 34, is because um, it was just, but it was just like, not realistic. Okay? And when we look at that nowadays, we, we see that even stronger, uh, which is um, there are lots of communities that, if not for the fact that there was these uh, chains of supermarkets that have kosher sections to them, there would be very little access to kosher meat for lots of Jews living in all kinds of different communities across the country. Um, so it's just like not not realistic to say to people, you cannot ha- have a person who owns both businesses. Uh, it would cut off lots of people from having uh, availability of having kosher meat. So that was a, a consensus to say, no, we don't have to worry about the tachana. Either It doesn't exist. Uh, it wasn't for this case, or then it, it doesn't. It never became you know accepted as a tachanun. One of the questions was that there's a Chuvanugis Moshe uh, written in 1972, uh, where Moshe assumes that the takana is enforced and he says even if you have a, a, a supermarket with a mashdiyah then you still you can't do it because the takana of, of of this of this the takana. So, um, you know, we're not so different from 1972. I mean, it's been a long time, but um, I don't think things are so much different from them. So, if he thought that it applied now, even nowadays, that was a, a challenge to to this idea to sort of say we don't have to pay so much attention to the tachana, uh from this truth for Ramersha. Um So, some people say it is, no, Mershah only made a very specific case um, where they, where they unpack the, the sealed chickens and put them into packages without that simonam onto them. You know, the Mashkirch the mashkikh watched them being repacked, but once they got repacked there were no simonam on the iftahs, maybe. Maybe Mershah was only saying it for cover of the Agud's Rabanam but he didn't inherently hold of it, maybe. Or, um, maybe Russia would have agreed with what we do nowadays and some said, okay, okay. so Russia said, well, like then they, they didn't feel bad about disagreeing. And they said, okay, that's what he Although we don't agree with him. Um, but after all this, after all this, they're saying that the, that kind of doesn't actually apply and maybe in exactly the way it was done is not relevant to us, or Robelski said, you know, maybe we should very, just be careful about smoke because that was a big focus of this. We should only be marked but on that specific situation. After all said and done, um, the people within sitting there said, you know, in their day and age, the Agudar thought that this was what was needed to um, make sure that food was kosher, particularly to, to that the meat supply should be protected to make sure that it, when we buy kosher meat, we're actually getting kosher meat. Says, so for them, that's what it meant. But so we can at least learn from them to to be make sure we're paying attention and setting standards for the challenges that we have. What are the issues that we have that possible places where food could become not kosher. We, we, things would not be done correctly, and we should consider what do we need to do? We might call it takana, we might call it a policy, but what would we do to, to prevent meat from, or, or prevent other things from becoming not kosher? Um, and so, rather, as I say, in, in the spirit of what the kosher man said, maybe we're not going to follow the technical details of their tech, the, the their tacana, or maybe we we'll only follow it specifically for smokehouses and um, processing side by side, etc. I mean, you know, be very limited to how we follow it. Uh, but maybe we should um, get take their guidance in thinking about what we can do that would make it um, to make sure that the meat is kosher. And I'll mention some of the things that were brought up. Um, Rabbi Lubin, from the U thought about it afterwards in came out. He he, three types of things. Um, first was <coughs> let's think about what tag- let's think within what what they said is, is it proper for one person to own a koshering and a non-kosher restaurant or a catering facility? Is that, is that too easy for that person to, to to switch one for the other? He has so much access to the kosher. I mean, should we be concerned about him switching one for the other? Which is to say is, is, should we maybe keep a certain amount of what the tachyrona was? Maybe in the supermarket is different because, you know, <coughs> the owner is very far removed and, you know, it's, he's not connected, but there's a, a person owns two restaurants. Maybe we should be more careful. It's one type of things. Second type of questions is, which cases should we allow yaks of and when should we require a yik to Does it depend maybe it depends if they have meat or fish or cheese? Like what, what are we what, what would be the rules of what allows something to be yikes of without having a to there? Or maybe should we be extra careful that some place that has meat? Maybe the rule should be is if there's a butcher or maybe a butcher shop is worse. Maybe a butcher shop is different than just even a meat restaurant. A butcher shop that that's all they do is take care of meat. Uh, or maybe something like that. It, depending on what those kind of roles is, when should we think about when we need to have a mashkeach committee? And the last is, uh, when we have a as owner, how much should we allow him to do? For example, should we let him do bidikas to lime? Should he be able to check vegetables for insects? Is he, or is he maybe too busy to be able to really put the attention that he, he needs for that? Um, should we let him be the mashkeach when there's uh, an event going on outside of his premises and you know, he's doing an outside catering event? Should we let him be the mashkeach? Should we let him have the keys to his refrigerator? Or should we maybe say, is, you know what, um, we trust him. He's Shemish Shabbos, we trust him. But, you know, at, at night we need to lock things up in a way that he can't get to it. And there's no much gear, nobody else there so he doesn't switch things around. So these are all ideas, and presumably there are others also. Ways to think about it and say is, even if we're not following all the fine details of this Agus Takana, but maybe we need to learn from them and figure out how to, Uh, improve cautious and set standards to avoid similar problems that have applied in our day and age.